Hey there, this is Dennis Anyone with Dennis Hensley. I'm getting ready to go down to a screening of my short film, If We Took a Holiday, in San Pedro, California. And then tonight, I'm going to spend it on the Queen Mary. I'm literally getting a room uh, for free, because I'm going to do a little writing about it, and I'm going to stay on the Queen Mary, and I might even do a podcast there. So I will let you know what it's like to stay on the Queen Mary, because I have never done it. All right, my guest this week is Krista Flanagan. She is an actress and comedian. She was on Mad TV for several seasons. She's also popped up in shows like Trophy Wife and Hello Ladies and Key and Peele. And she's going to be on Mom and Marry Me this season. And most memorably for me, she was on Mad Men playing that secretary that got into that riding mower accident at the holiday party that ended in a pretty gruesome way. That's her. And she's only the second person I've interviewed on this podcast that I didn't already know. Um, I was connected to her through my friend Steve Silverman, and I love her, and it's a love fest, and she's fantastic. She has a new web series that's just come out called The Garden Apartments, and it's a ton of fun, so you should definitely check that out. I'm going to put a link to her website and a link to the web series on our website, DennisAnyone.net. Notice I say R. I, I think we're all in this together, people, whether you want to be or not. Um, if you go to DennisAnyone.net, you can do a lot of cool things, like um, you can email me, you can put a donation in the tip jar, which helps me keep this baby free, and which uh, Garrett Miller did this week. Thank you so much, Garrett. Um, there's this... consultation thing I'm doing coming up soon where I, this guy's going to give me a lot of insight about how to market things on social media and all this stuff. And, uh, he's a real expert on that and I need to know more. And because of you guys' generous donations, I'm able to pay for it. So thank you. Thank you, Garrett and everyone else who has donated. Also, while you're at DennisAnyone.net, you can take the audience poll. I only need a certain amount of them to sort of get the data that I need to get advertisers, but I'm I'm a little bit under right now. And by a little bit, I mean I'm about halfway there. So for those of you who have taken the poll, thank you so much. For those of you who haven't, please take a minute. Go to DennisAnyone.net, and um, it's on the homepage there. It just says, take the audience poll, and um, we'll be in business. Okay. That's about it. Follow me on Twitter, at HensleyDennis.com. Like the show on Facebook. Tell your friends. All that good stuff. And without any further ado, here is the very delightful Krista Flanagan. All right, I'm here in the Silver Lake home of Krista Flanagan, actress and creator of the new web series, The Garden Apartments. Hi, Dennis. And on your website, it says you can see the Hollywood sign from your place, but we're over in Silver Lake, and I was like, how is that possible? Yes. And you walk me out on the balcony... Boom, Hollywood. Boom, welcome to Hollywood. Now, is that a good thing to have there, or are some days you just want to flip it off? <laughs> well, both. Sometimes it inspires me. I'm pretty far away from it, though. Right. So. That's, it's like it's there. <laughs> you can kind of see it. Yeah, but I'm kind of out of it. Right. So it's a, it's a good reminder. But, uh, yeah, some days it's not so great. Yeah. Someday, that's the way it is. That's the way, that's, yeah. you know, go back and listen to a few of these episodes and that's what everyone's <laughs> story is the same. Yeah. Um, the Garden Apartments, a ton of fun. Lots of fun. Yeah. It's four episodes. Yes. And people can watch it on YouTube and Funny or Die. Yes. Um, tell us a little about the premise because it's really offbeat and original. Yes. Yes. It's about a woman who sort of gets a lifeline from a stranger who helps her go and break up with her serial killer husband. She's married to a serial killer who's in jail. Yes. And 
finds out he's getting out. Yes. She it, was everything cool. was working great when he totally. was in. The- she was cool with it when he was in prison for life. Right. But when he surprisingly and instantly gets out and he wants her to come live with him as his wife, things are not good for her. Things are not good for her. But then it flips in another funny way. It's really cool. Yeah. What was the germ of the idea for it? I, well, first of all, you know, what is that when you don't want someone but when they don't want you? Right. You know, it sort of changes how you are with them. But also, I'm fascinated by these women who marry people in prison for right. life. Right. And that, it works best when they're in prison. Yeah. I mean, it's okay until the circumstances change. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it almost, when I was watching them all back to back, it had a feeling of like a half hour comedy. Did it start yes. that way or was it always a web thing? It did. I mean, my, what I do is half hour TV, single yeah. camera and multi-camera, even sketch and short films with a sort of half hour format. So I knew that everybody's used to a 22 minute show. Yeah. And so I set out to create a 22-minute show. And you did. I did it. And it just happens to be showing in this kind of format. Yes, yes. But I could totally see the possibility for future episodes, the way it resolves. and Exactly, exactly. I really... It would be great for it to continue. And I kind of love the garden apartment setting because it's kind of dumpy. Yeah, yeah. It's very like alleys and parking garages and it's like the underbelly of... Probably anywhere, but it's L.A. Yes. It's yeah. like the valley. Somewhere yeah. in the valley. Like, it's kind of like, you, you know, there's shots of you guys in a parking garage, and you could tell it wasn't composed to be the most artful thing. It was like, right. I don't know, it just felt like yeah, low-rent people. Yeah. yeah. We wanted it to really feel, you know, in the valley here, outside of Los Angeles, it's desert. It's bright, and it's hot, and, you know... I don't know. I feel like criminals in other places have the luxury of doing it in private, dark places. Right. And I liked that all of these people are doing really messed up things in broad daylight. Yeah. In the, like the valley, it's hot. Yeah. Totally. It's crazy. Totally. And they all live in the same crappy totally. the garden apartments. Yeah. And I like the font. I like yeah. the typeface, the design. Thank you. I'm a bit of a fontist. Oh, I like that. Okay, I'm a, cool. Yeah. So yeah. did you help consult on that? No, that was Nicole Ellis Peru. She did all of the set design, all of the art directing. Right. And she she's the one who made the sign. I like it. I yeah. like the opening credits. Yeah. Anyway, it's all yeah. a winner. Thank you. What what does it feel like now that it's out there? Do do you hear from people or Yeah, like- for sure. I mean, you know, it goes through so many processes like you know, I had certain feelings when I wrote it. I was so excited. I mean, you come up with the idea, but actually writing it is huge. And how is it actually going to turn out? And the shooting of it was so stressful, but awesome. How How many days? Three days. Wow. Yeah. 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 We really, we worked fast. And, um, and then when I saw the final product, it was really exciting. We did several edits to make sure it was its best product, but... Uh, I'm so proud of it at this point. And you probably put a lot into it. Yeah. Behind the scenes, producing. And, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Because it, it all came, you know, it was my idea and I saw it through to the end. It took about six months. Yeah. Yeah. To do the whole thing. Now when you're, you, you do a ton of TV, different episodes yeah. and recurring and, and, and all of that. But when you're like always looking for the next gig, what's next is yeah. having your own project that's your baby. Does it help keep you from going too crazy? Yes. Yes, 
it reminds me that I can have a little bit of control here. You know, I mean, when you're an actor, you have no control over, you have control over what you do, but everybody else has to meet you halfway. Right. And, and here, when you create your own thing, you have total control. And that feels good. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the first time I became aware of you was, um, our mutual friend, Steve Silverman, did a show called 15 Minutes of yes. Femme. Yes. And it was different women performing, and then, and then there would be a winner and all of that stuff. Yes. Was that a... a a, a um, changing point for you? What's the turning point for you? Was yeah. that show, did that yeah. show sort of yeah. boost you a lot? Because didn't you win? I did. I won. Yeah. You know, and, and basically, I mean, the basic trajectory is I moved here and for three years I was a substitute teacher for middle school during the day. Wow. And at night I worked at a fish restaurant. I was a waitress. I was Which a hostess one? at King's Fish House. Okay. And I was serving fish and um, and I was auditioning a lot, but I did not get a job for three years. Wow. And I auditioned a ton. And then I was like, okay, I gotta leave here. LA is not my friend, yeah. acting is not my friend. So I'm going to leave, and I thought, what can I do to feel good about leaving? Yeah. You My know? last, I'm going to go out with a bang. Totally. Right. Like, like I want to leave L.A. and leave an acting career, and I want to think to myself, I did everything, and it just didn't I left it out. all on the floor. Yeah, I totally. left it all on the 101 freeway. Totally. All right. So I made a list, and I was like, okay, so how do people, how does it happen? You know, like, I'm a waitress, but nobody's discovering me that way, and... Maybe I could be an extra. Maybe I could do stand-up. Maybe I could write a short film. Maybe I could... I created this massive list. And I was like, if I did all of these On a things, computer or handwritten? Handwritten. Okay, I like, I like a handwritten <laughs> list. I made this list, and I was like, if I do all of this, and I still don't make it, I'll feel good. I'm out. Right. And I will feel good. You can accept that. Totally. So, first on the list was try stand-up comedy. Okay. And I was so scared, so I sort of created this character to do stand-up comedy with, and I went, I did it, a bunch of people saw me, and Bonnie Gillespie was like, you should do 15 Minutes of Femme. So I looked it up, it was a one-woman show, it was really easy for me to take a 10-minute stand-up and make a 15-minute show. Yeah. So I applied, I auditioned, I got accepted, and yeah, it's sort of, it's a one-woman show competition. Right. And I won the whole thing, and the next thing I know, I was auditioning for Mad TV from that. And you booked and it. And I booked it. And you were on there. So you went from no jobs Nothing. to series regular. Yes. With 15 Minutes of Femme yes. as the jumping point. Yes. Wow. I know. Crazy. What was that like to, to end up on that show at that time? Yeah. I mean, you you obviously earned it because you, you had a plan and you stuck it out, but then, boom. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, the woman, the casting director for Mad TV, she saw my 15 Minutes of Femme and she said, do you do other characters? And I lied, and I said, I do a lot of characters. <laughs> <laughs> you have to, though. Totally. Right. You just say yes to everything. Right, right, right. So she said, great, come in next week, bring three characters and three impressions for your audition. I created two more characters real right. quick. And I had never done impressions, had no idea Right, a lot of people that do brilliant characters aren't necessarily impressionists. Exactly. 
So I didn't. And, and I decided if she sees my terrible impressions, I'll never get this right. job. So I went in. You're better to do an incomplete. Exactly. All right. <laughs> so I went in. I actually went in with four characters to make up yeah. for my lack of impressions. I went in. I did four characters. She said, great. Where are your impressions? I said, you know what? If I get this job, I'll work so hard on them. And I just don't have them right now. And I just, I auditioned like seven times. Wow. And I ended up getting it. And they were already in there what year? They, so Mad TV was on for 14 years and I did the last five years. Wow. So I came in on season 11. Did you ever, you ended up doing some impressions. Um, I did. I did a ton of impressions. Yeah. And I did just what I said once I got hired. Yeah. They were like, okay, try this one. What did you feel like it was your best one? Um, well, the one I did all the time was Heidi Klum. Yeah. And, you know, some people did really accurate impressions, and I was more of a take one thing that they do and make it crazy. <laughs> like, like, uh, <laughs> like German. Totally. That might be the title. Every, every podcast I pull a quote yes. from the interview to be like the title. Yeah, yeah. And it might be take one thing that they do and make it crazy. <laughs> yes. Um, That's what was your thing with formula. Heidi? Like the, the, um. Um, what did I do? It was super high, and it was German, and there was like a speech impediment yeah. to it. Yeah. So it was I had a, once had a Project Runway-themed birthday. Oh, yay! And I had Tom Lank. Do you know Tom yes, Lank? Yes, Play Heidi Klum. Yes. And he hosted, and we had a runway show, and everyone designed <laughs> t-shirts. And he's, he's part German, or speaks German, or like, he has German in him. Yeah. And I just remember him going... Like when he introduced, yes. like she goes way into the yes, 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 and she says Nina very strange. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. So I can still every time I see Nina Garcia, I think Nina Garcia. Yes. The dogs yes. are like, what's happening? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Did you ever meet anyone that you would impersonate? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there were times when you would run into them, and just I would just turn around and walk the other way. I was so terrified of. I'm being yelled at, you know. Um, We actually, I did Miley Cyrus like a hundred times. Right. And she shot right next to us. Her show was right next to us. And there were times when I would walk out the door, I'd run into her dad, I'd run into her, and I would turn around and go right back in. Did anybody ever write you and say, funny, great stuff? Did you ever hear, anyway, through the ether that they liked it? Jerry Jewell. Of course. From Facts of Life. From Facts of Life. We did a Deadwood uh, sketch, a parody. Right. It was like my favorite thing ever. Right. And um, and I played her. It was I couldn't wait to play her. It was so fun. And she actually wrote to me and said, "Thank you so much. That was so funny." And that made me feel really good. I was like, "Okay, maybe some people are cool with this." Now the stand-up character that you did, I remember yeah. seeing this. She's horrible. Horrible. But. The audience doesn't know what to expect when you first walk out there. So there's that moment of like, are they going to get that I'm being bad on purpose and find yes. it funny? Or are they just yes. going to think I'm bad? Like yes. how, and this is like this new thing you're trying. Yeah. That yeah. seems like a bit of a tightrope. Yeah. I mean, and it was really interesting. It really depended on the context, on the audience. Um, when I was doing stand up, I was doing it at these weird little clubs right. and people got it because the comedians were all there and they got it. So you never trying to do it straight. Okay. So here's the thing. <laughs> My managers were like, they, um, 
they represented Ryan Stiles, and they were like, he's doing Whose Line Is It Anyway, and they do it at the Hollywood Improv, and you should open for them doing your character. So I did, and they're, like, it never worked. People were like, are you okay? Yeah. They thought I was just a major And you weirdo. got through your whole thing, and they didn't Nobody get laughed. Oh, my gosh. And they were like, oh, my God, what's wrong with that girl? And it just, it never worked in those mainstream clubs. But it took balls to do that as a thing when you're <laughs> sure. so, sure. when that's your last Hollywood gasp. You just trusted, yeah. though, that this was a good idea and that you, you just yeah. knew it. You knew yeah. you could do it. Yeah, I did it. There were times it was not fun. It was sort of upsetting that nobody yeah. thought it was funny. Because she would come out and say weird stuff. It was weird, all about the weird. rhythms, yeah. too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I ended up doing stand-up as her, like, probably ten times on Matt TV. Yeah, I remember seeing clips yeah. of that, too. Yeah, so that, you know, it's what was her name? up there. Luann Lockhart. Yeah. 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 I like that alliteration. It's yeah. memorable. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So what was it like when Mad TV ended? Were you like, oh, fuck? Or, okay, what's next? It well, it sort of puttered to an end. Yeah. We got fewer and fewer episodes. We kept changing venues. We got less and less money. So it became, um, you know, the budget got really, really small. So... It sort of patterned to an There was end. like one wig at the yeah, end. Yeah, for sure. We had to share It's such a, a bummer. You know, it's such a bummer when you <laughs> see something on TV for so long and then you hear that like, yeah, well, we yeah. had to let go the camera. But otherwise, <laughs> exactly. you know what? I, I don't know. That's how it ended. We lost our camera. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and that was that. And you know, when it ended, all of us were just scattered to the wind let's go try to make this happen somewhere else. Yeah. Just as fast as you can. So And you worked with Key or Peel or both? Both. both. They yeah. were on there. Yeah. yeah. They were both on there. And uh, Michael McDonald and Jordan Peel, Keegan Michael Key, Bobby Lee, Stephanie Weir was there, um, Nicole Parker. Just really great cast and everybody just sort of went their own way. When you're on Mad TV, what is your relationship to Saturday Night Live? Are they like the cool yeah. kids and you're like, we're just as fucking funny. Why aren't we in movies? Like, why aren't, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, when we, it sort of blew up, you know, toward the end of Mad TV and, and, and of course since Mad TV where they all go on to amazing, amazing things. There was this thing, though, with critics that were sort of... Well, critics are really hard on SNL, too. Yeah. But critics were sort of like, eh, Mad TV. And I and I did always think, we're not worse than SNL. Right. We're different. I mean, we're first of all, we're pre-taped. They're live in front of an audience. We show our stuff in front of an audience, but a lot of it was pre-taped. And then edited. We're not live. Right. And we do a ton of parodies. Yeah. I mean, a lot of recurring characters, but a ton of impressions. So yeah. I always thought that we were really different from them. Yeah. So it didn't bug you too much. No, no. Yeah. In fact, I, you know, now I watch SNL, but I didn't even watch it when I was on Mad TV. Yeah. I mean, it didn't even occur to me to watch it. What about that thing this week? Did you see where the Groundling sketch, they said I that they did. ripped it off? And then yes. I, I, there was a Tina Turner lounge yes. act that, that sketch that they did with Sarah Silverman. And then there are two Groundlings yeah. people that do a very similar sketch. And yeah. when I looked at them back to back, I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've heard that, uh, you know, a bunch of times. And that's what they're saying is this is not the first time or whatever. But I don't know. 
It's what it is. What, whatever. It's funny, Mad TV, because you, you quit associating it with the magazine. Yes. It's its own thing. Yes. But I think that magazine, as a kid, had more influence on me and my sensibility as a writer and humor than probably any other... People say, what literature and sp- <laughs> what writers? And I'm like, I try to think. But yeah. I do remember reading that when I was really young. Yeah. And finding it funny and grown up and like yeah. getting it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely when you're a kid and you read that, it's it's edgier than the stuff you're thinking about yeah. in normal life. But I still remember jokes from like the Shining parody that um, they did and like sexual things and right. like getting it. And I think that had a big influence on me. That's I used to subscribe. Cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was a big fan of the fold in. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, all of it. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did you work with Scott King on Mad TV? Yes. Scott King um, was the showrunner, right? He was the head writer. Yeah. And amazing. He, I worked with him on the Big Gay Sketch Show yeah. for one season as a writer. And he made me laugh so hard yep. every day. Yeah, yeah. Just one, he's so kind, so brilliant, and just one of the funniest people. Yeah. 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 He had this running bit that he would do. Whenever anyone would pitch a bad idea, he would pretend to ring his secretary and yeah. get it. So he'd be like, Eileen. I think the secretary's name was Eileen, which was a fictional person. And so right. you'd pitch an idea and he would look at you and then he would lean over to a fake intercom and go, Eileen. Like you were just going to be ushered out. <laughs> right. It made right, me right. laugh so hard yeah. every time. Yeah. Yeah. He's so awesome. from Mad TV, you, you did a slew of, you've been doing a slew yeah. of great, memorable series, uh, one episode or recurring. Yes, yes. Let's talk about Mad Men. Yeah. Which is one of my favorite shows. Yes. And you played Lois. Yes. Sadler. <laughs> sad, sad. I know. It's like the perfect name for <laughs> totally, her. Totally, totally. She was a secretary and she had a little thing for... She had a thing, thing for, for Salvatore. Sal. Yeah. Yeah. And she also was the infamous... Lawnmower driver. That's right. That's right. I made a lot of mistakes on that show. Oh my god! So you get the script that says you're gonna get on a riding mower in the yes. middle of the office and run somebody over. Well, here's the thing with Mad Men is they don't give you scripts. So I got a phone call that said, "Hey, we're gonna shoot an episode in two weeks, and you're in it." And the deal is, if you're a series regular, you get a script. If you're a guest star or a recurring guest star, even, I mean, huge people on that show were guest stars. And we would show up to work, and we would get a script in our trailer, and then we had to leave it at the end of the day. And so, I mean, just as an actor, your first thought is, who cares what I'm doing? How am I going to memorize lines? Yeah. When did you, when were you expected to perform that? The next day or no, the day, day of? That day. You show up. Um, you, you, if you went to the table read, you saw what you were going to do. Right. But you didn't get to take your script home. Wow. So. So they would rather have actors that were a little bit like, I hope I remember these lines. Yeah. Than any kind of security league. Yes. Any kind of story league. Yes. And you have to remember the shooting is really slow. Yeah. So you have, I mean, there were days when we shot a scene for 10 to 16 hours 
So if you don't know your lines by then, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, so it, it, you get them at some point. Exactly, exactly. But, but wanting to go in and be confident and think yeah. them through and think about the performance, I could see that yeah. being weird. Yeah, for sure, for sure. The the you know most shows, the shows I'm on now, you know you they email you your sides, they email you a script, right? They email you every revision of the script, and this Mad Men was different. You just didn't get it. So, um, the table read had not happened. I did not have a script. They said, we need you in a couple of weeks. I said, great. See you in a couple of weeks. Right. A couple days passed. And then they called me and they said, hey, we want to see if you're available for tractor rehearsal on Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I'm sorry, what show is this? (laughs) And they were like, uh, this is Mad Men, and just show up on Thursday for a tractor worker. And I was like, am I going to drive it? And they were like, yeah, we have to teach you how to drive this 1960. And this isn't like Matt Weiner or Mike Weiner or anybody. It's like the no, first assistant, date. you know, it's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's some So no one's explaining assistant. to you. No. And I just, but that sort of delight, I'm just... I'm delighted by that kind of thing, and right. I'm like, whatever, let's see right. how this goes. So I showed up, it was like two days later, I show up to tractor rehearsal, and it's just this dude who owns a tractor, and he sets up these orange cones in the parking lot, and he's like, okay, so here's the, you know, here's the shifter, and here's the clutch, and this and and he's like, it's gonna be loud, it's gonna be bouncy, and I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. So I was in the drive or in the parking lot. You still don't know what the scene no is. idea, no idea. And I said to the guy who owns the tractor and is giving me tractor lessons, "Do you know what I'm doing?" And he said, "I have no idea." And I was like, "Okay." So I practiced for like 30 minutes. I can drive a clutch car. So I was okay, like, good. You know, yeah, exactly. I don't know how that would have gone had I not, but I drove the tractor around the parking lot and then somebody came out, a production assistant said, okay, we're going to go into the set so you can practice driving around the desks. And I was like, what is happening? And then I remember, uh, very clearly, um, Aaron Staten and Rich Sommer and Michael Gladys, they came running out of the building and they were like, do you know what you're doing? And I was like, I have no idea. And, and the rehearsal was down it. by the studio. Totally. Okay. Totally. At LA Center. Yeah. And um, they came out, they told me what I was doing and I was like, oh my gosh. So we went into the office, I practiced riding around and that was it. Wow. Yeah. But then it becomes the scene that everyone's talking about, yes. a water cooler scene because yes. your character... Who's this, you know, she works the switchboard. Yeah. She ends up on, they're, I guess they're doing an ad campaign for a lawnmower, yes. riding mower. Yes. You end up on it for some reason at a yes. party. Yes. And that's the thing. People start riding this lawnmower and people are kind of on and off it. You yeah. know, like the guys are giving the girls rides yeah. and stuff and I decide, and it's sort of in the background, you know, there's yeah. a normal scene happening and then you cut to me and I've been drinking champagne and I hop on the tractor and... That was that. And you run over a dude. I did. And he lost his foot or something like yeah, that? Yeah, chopped his foot off. And there was blood and everything? Yeah, it was What awful. did you think when you saw it put together? Because there's it that was... crazy shot of you driving. Yes. And on your website, it's the first thing in your reel because yes. it's so like, holy, yes. it's still, it's yes. still shocking. Yes, yes. You know, when we were there, that was one of those, we were there all day. It was like everybody was in the scene. All the series regulars, like 
30 extras. All of the guest stars were there, and it was like, it was so exciting to just to be on that set, but to be with so many people. We shot that scene for a good, I don't know, 12 to 16 hours. And so there were, there were bits and pieces like, oh, these two people talk in the corner. And then yeah. over here, these two people are talking. And I remember they brought in the tractor. And here's the thing. It was a real, I mean, it's a real tractor. When we turned it on, the carbon monoxide alarms went off. And that means shut off the tractor, open up the stage doors, air it out. Yeah. And this became a problem very, very quickly. Like yeah. three takes and everybody's like, okay, what are we going to do? Because we can't keep stopping. Yeah. So the guy who had the tractor, he tied a rope to the front. And then they asked me to pretend I was driving while two men pulled me around on the tractor. So they, they couldn't fire it up anymore. They had to stop firing it up. Wow. And it was sort of, and I had to sort of keep hitting the brake like it was, like the clutch was jumping. Yeah. So I had to sort of do it all myself. And um, it was really, really fun. I had a stunt double. Amazing. Yeah, it was What awesome. a cool day at the office. Yeah, really, really cool. And still unforgettable. Yeah, Everyone remembers for sure, that. For sure. And then you got fired by Don Draper. I did. He's so <laughs> handsome. <laughs> he is. He is. What yeah. was that like? That's one of my, you know, my favorite scenes is, you know, him telling me I'm an idiot. Because yeah. I had been an idiot for so long. And finally, he's <laughs> like, come here, you're an idiot. There's something about... A lot of your characters that they have this hopefulness, yeah, and then they get crushed. Yeah, that's my thing. That's my thing. I I've never been into slacker comedy. Yeah, like your people are in it, in it to win it. But doesn't that do you? Does it ever hurt? Yeah, I mean to try. So, all my people try, try so, so hard. hard, and if you watch your reel back to back, it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. you want to cry at the end <laughs> totally, because totally. you do it so earnestly, and and it's just like oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, nothing is accidental. It's all you know. I tried really hard, and I failed. <laughs> and you failed. Yeah, I just lose. Yeah. I love that, though. You do, Well, yeah. and, and there's something about your face and your openness and your vulnerability that it works, and it's and it's funny. Yeah, yeah. But it is painful. Yeah, for Even sure. Even in this web series, of course. Yes. You've got some of that going on. Yeah. Would you ever want to do something totally different than, than that? I There was the... Yeah. There's the movie you did where you're blonde. Yes, yes, yes. Best Night Ever. Best Night Ever. Is yeah. it coming out? Has it, it come out? It just came out this year. And right uh, I think it's on Netflix and Amazon and all of that. And it's like and, a hangover girl version. Yeah. I mean, it's it was um, produced by uh, Peter Safran, but also Jason Bloom, who does, like, The Conjuring and Paranormal Activity. Right. And they wanted to try out a found footage comedy. And I was like, well, that sounds kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, I liked my character. My character... I haven't played it before, really, and I haven't really played it since. Like a good time girl, blonde. Yeah, yeah like a party girl. Like a I party girl. I was the party girl. And you jello wrestled. I did. Was that messy? It was really messy, and there were like a hundred extras cheering me on, yeah. and it was like, it was pretty crazy, but it was, it, you know, even though I'm the party girl and the fun girl in this, um... I still am trying really hard. And yeah, failing. you're in it. <laughs> in <laughs> trying it, hard and failing. <laughs> now, 
you're somebody like if you look at that and the even Mad Men and stuff like anything for a laugh, anything yes. for the bit. Yes. Where's the weirdest situation you found yourself in and you thought, I can't believe I'm strapped up to this or yeah. wallowing in this yeah. for a gag. You know, it's not like Oh, I can't come up with one. I mean, that is my career. Two <laughs> hundred different ways of what am I doing right now? <laughs> yeah, just so so weird. I mean, I will say, you know, in best night ever, we did get a rewrite where they're like, "Okay, you're wasted. You're really messed up on drugs." And we want you to try to pee on this guy, but you accidentally poop on him. <laughs> and I was like, okay, what? <laughs> so, like, you know, that's one of those days when you're shooting and, you know, you're straddling a dude and the prop guy is dropping poo from your butt. And you're like, what happened? Yeah. How did I did get it work? here? Did it, it end did. up in? It paid off. It's paid off, and it's in the movie. There you go. Yeah. Right yep. on. Yeah. You've done some fun, you've got some fun episodics coming up. Marry Me. Yeah, Marry Me, which is so good. You know, I didn't know what to expect. It's a brand new show for NBC, and you see the previews everywhere. It's Casey Wilson and Ken Marino, and um, so, so fun. And what kind of part do you play? Do I, you try and, and fail? I, uh, I'm pretty oblivious in this one. Okay, good. Um, but my husband is played by John Ross Bowie, and he's on Big Bang Theory. Okay. He's amazing. And this was one of those where we're both pretty insane, so it's pretty good. That's awesome. Yeah, really, really fun. And then, uh, I'm on Mom This Fall, which is really, really fun. One episode? One episode. Who are you work? So you probably work with both of them. It's like a single. Camera. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And working with them, like Alice and Janney and Anna Ferris, was really amazing. And I knew that they would be good, but I had no idea how nice they would be. Yeah, just the nicest. And like, I mean, I know that people say that, but like, they're like normal people. What's the weirdest behavior you've ever seen on a set? You don't have to name names, <laughs> but like, where you're like, oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. There were a couple of times on Mad Men that I was like, oh, that's, that's odd. I have a prediction of who it is. I'm not in that say And, I mean, every now and then, people have bad days. And yeah. it's just, you know, there's lots of shows. Mad TV was the weirdest behavior, for sure. Really? Yeah, because there's just weird people on there. Yeah. Bobby Lee leading the pack on weird behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Are you still friends with a bunch of them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bobby's one of my best friends, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I hang out with all of them. Nice. Yeah. What would you love to do in a part that you haven't gotten to do yet? Um. Kung fu. Kung Musical. Fu. Musical. Uh, <laughs> whatever, or just play like a. I know. A bitch or a, I don't know, yeah. just something. Yeah. What would you like to do that's totally different? I think that I would be very excited to play a normal person. Yeah. Like. A normal person who maybe gets in some weird situations, but just sort of a normal person. Right. Where you don't wonder what they're like when they go home. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like... Like in your web series, whenever you walk toward your apartment, I'm like... Yeah. It's only going to get worse yeah. once you get inside. I don't know what's going on in there. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So that's cool. Yeah. That would be fun. And what's the dream gig? Like a series? A series, yeah. yeah. I think uh, I love TV, um, always have, and uh, 
to be on a series, but like ensemble. I don't yeah. need to be it. Yeah. I just want Krista, to be. Krista! <laughs> exclamation point. I don't want that. Yeah. Uh, I would just love to be a part of something awesome. That's cool. Yeah. 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 Have you come close to, you know, where you test for yes. all that stuff? Yes. How do you deal with the ups and downs and the, and the rejection and the disappointment and the... Not well. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. There, I mean, you, like, there are days when I'm like, I'm going to jump off this patio. Like, yeah. this is just so terrible. But I also understand that things happen. They change very quickly. Right. So the second I'm down about something, I've got two more jobs around the corner. So That's what you have to remember, I yeah. think. Sometimes it just feels like yeah. it's a shit show of no. Yeah. Yeah. And and what's baffling is not even the ones I've come close on, but the ones that were like, this is yours. That's what's killer. And then killer. they take it away. That's what's killer <laughs> yeah. are the maybes or yeah. the yeses that turn into no's. Exactly. For no reason. Yep. Yeah, I had yeah. somebody that was going to help me with a project. They just yeah. shut it down. They yeah. just were like radio silence. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe I killed their dog and forgot about it. Totally, totally. And then you're like, what happened? Yeah. What happened between yes and no? I, I have know. no idea. But you can't yeah. take it on. That's the thing. It's not personal, and and it takes. It took years to figure out that it wasn't personal. What? That's probably something you wish you knew when you first got here. What's yeah. something else you wish you knew when you first got here that you know now? Oh my gosh, there are so many things. Um, you know, when you're starting out, you don't know anything. You think... <laughs> but also, it's that na- naivety that yeah. if you didn't have it, you wouldn't... If yeah. you knew the truth, you For would sure. not... You I would... never would have come here. Yes, exactly. So, it, I guess it works out. For sure. For sure. I think that what gets you through... What gets me through is, at the end of the day, my favorite thing to do is act. Yeah. Not audition, not deal with the business side, not try to get jobs. But at the end of the day, when I'm on set and doing my thing, I feel right. That's where you're supposed to be. It's what I'm supposed to be doing. So, you know, you just deal with everything else. You deal with everything else. To get to that point. How are you with auditions? Good. Good. I'm a re- And that, you know what? That took a long time. Yeah. Because I used to be... Well, you know, I was on Mad TV for so long that I wasn't really auditioning. So then yeah. I was I was rusty and and not very good at it. And now I'm, I'm very, very calm. That's cool. Yeah. Good. Yeah, and I feel good about it. Has there ever been any b- bullshit thing that a suit said to you? Like, I think you're the next. So, you know that Hollywood yeah, jargon? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, obsessed yeah, yeah. with so, sort of Hollywood jargony yeah. things that they say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they mean it. Yeah. I think the weirdest thing that people say to me and have said to me for a little while now is like, and like big people are like, we can't believe how much you don't work. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, cool. I, yeah. That's a compliment and also not. (laughs) I know. They're like, what is it? I get that a lot. Why? I don't get why. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're. I don't either. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you failing this hard? (laughs) I don't know. Oh, my God. What's the biggest lie you ever told in an audition? Oh, my God. Besides... I can do impressions. I can. I have lots of characters. Yeah. I can do impressions. Um, <laughs> um, I did it... Okay, this is shameful. No, it should be. Okay, so I did a commercial audition once, which I'm terrible at. Can't book commercials. Don't, like, forget about it. I went to this commercial audition, already felt bad about it. And it was real cattle calling. They brought like 15 of us into a room. They lined us up. 
and you had to say your name, how tall you were, and um, what your biggest regret in life was. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, oh, holy hell, I don't know. Like, yeah. you know, and it, and they came on me pretty quick, and I'm like, oh, hi, I'm Kristen Lanigan, I'm 5'2", and my biggest regret is that I have cancer. <laughs> you just made I it up. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that I said I had cancer. And and the casting director goes, oh my gosh, do you really have cancer? And I said, no, I'm so sorry. I don't know why I said that. Just, can I just go? And they were like, oh, this is weird. And I was like, yeah, just, I just can't do this. I'm like, out. I just, I don't know. I'm out. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what I regret. Like, I'd be bummed to have cancer. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I said it. But that you're memorable. I'm surprised you didn't get it. <laughs> yeah. Now you have some really fun stuff on your website, KristaFlanagan.com. Yep. Um, you drove a car through your house. I did. This I think was preparing you for the Mad Men. Totally. Role. Like I'm a terrible driver. So um, what happened? Well, I mean, the basic story is I had my driver's permit. Right. My mom was in the passenger seat. My baby sister was in the back seat. I was 15 years old. And I drove all the way home from the high school. We we went by the post office. Right, you we ran an errand. Mail. You like, did errands. Yeah, I was good. Yes. And then we got to my house, and I turned to go into the driveway, and I hit the gas instead of the brake. I was going too fast. I hit the brake as hard as I could. It turned out to be the gas, <laughs> and I drove right into my living room. And there's a picture on your website. And you, you, the car is there. It's in. It's I in. love that you thought to take a picture because someday this may be a funny anecdote when I'm in Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, you know, my brother was inside watching TV. I hit the TV. <laughs> I could have killed my brother. And we actually um, couldn't get the car out of the house. We had to wait for my dad to come home oh to back God. the car out of the house. Wow. Yeah. Nightmare. And you were crying? Just cried. Everyone cried except your brother. Everybody cried. I cried. My mom started crying. My sister started crying. My brother laughed. That's amazing. Yeah. And uh, and I just ran to my room and yes. I said, I'll never drive again. No. Never, ever, ever. But then you did. Well, the next day, my dad got off work, yeah. came in my room and said, get your ass in the car. We're getting right back on that bike. We're going to drive. That's good. Yeah. And that's I was good. like, okay. God, that's cool. I know. And you also, you're in Midwest, right? Yeah. Where did you grow up? Southern Illinois, Mount right Vernon. And you were in 4-H? Yeah. Did you ever kill an animal or did you raise animals? Like, how does that work? I showed animals. I okay. was one of the city kids. Okay. So that meant that we would go to the 4-H fairs. Right. And, you know, people who have cows have a lot of cows. Yeah. People who have goats and pigs, they have a lot of that stuff. So I would go and make friends with all the kids and help show their animals. Oh, so you were you were just sort of like a paid escort. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so you wouldn't would, raise them. No, we but would you just, won. Oh yeah, How I won a win? ton of ribbons for the way you showed them off. For the way I showed the pigs and the goats and so the was sheep. Was it poise or gestures? Or? I was just really good at it, and um, so that was exciting. And then and then I did a lot of cooking demonstrations. Nice in 4-H. And I won a lot of blue ribbons. Well, there was also that great Matt TV sketch where you did the three-minute... Yes, um, yes. Three-minute recipe and, yes. and you're having a nervous breakdown. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Yeah. 
Couldn't do it. Now, the picture of you from your 4-H days that's on your website. Yes. There's a girl next to you whose face is blurred. Yes. And I love that because she just can't... You don't want to shame her with your... I don't want to shame her. <laughs> I don't want to shame her. I have to assume that she's not proud of her 4-H days. Yeah. So I don't I was know. like, as though she was literally smoking pot with you or... <laughs> And you, in college, you lived next to a KFC? I did. I did. Really close, though. Oh, no, like, like, really close. Like, bizarrely close. I went to college in a really small town in Indiana. Yeah. And um, my first, I lived in the dorm, and then I moved to an apartment, and uh, my, like, my, my front door was right outside. There was a, there was like a, an old wooden fence. But it was like right on top of the drive-thru for KFC. So you would hear people ordering. Oh yeah, KFC I heard everybody. I mean, my house smelled like KFC. Like it was, yeah. It was I heard a lot. every order. Yeah. Yeah. That's and you're like, oh, <laughs> it probably put you off it forever. I I didn't ever eat there. Yeah. No, it's enough. Yeah. And you did a, a series of the spook movies. I like did. Epic movie, disaster movie, yeah. vampires suck. Yeah. Are they all made by the same people, they or are. do you have to audition for each one over again? They are. I auditioned for the first one, and didn't get the part I auditioned for, but was put in the movie. Yeah. And that was it. I never had to audition again. And so, then those guys would just call me up and say, hey, come do this. And is it fun? Totally are fun? fun. Yeah. Totally fun. Just like Mad TV. I mean, you're yeah. going to go do something crazy. Now, when you got on Mad TV, you hadn't... Worked in television. No. I did had, you know what a mark was and how to... No. Did, like, talk about baptism by fire, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, I didn't know anything. I had worked one other job. I had been a guest star on ER. Okay. And they were in their ninth season, so they needed people. And so no I got Clooney. This, that meant Clooney was already gone. Clooney was out. Yeah. Um, Noah Wiley was there. All right. Um, but I had done one guest star on there... And then, yeah, I mean, Mad TV was, they were teaching me how to perform in front of an audience. I would forget my lines. I would be so nervous. I would uh, not realize you can't touch props in between takes. Like, I, I didn't know anything. Yeah. And so you just, you learn on the job. But the guys there, I mean, Michael McDonald and all those guys, you just sort of follow them, do what they do. And, yeah. yeah. When did you first realize you were funny? Were you a kid? No. No. I mean, I was weird. I was weird. And then I don't think I really knew I was funny until, like, I don't know, college. Yeah. Doing yeah. shows or just I being... I was more, like, weird and intriguing. Right. Rather than funny. And right. then I And then I started, like, once I decided, oh, okay, I'm, I'm going to act. And, like, even then I was just sort of into the drama stuff. So I, I sort of had to practice funny. What's the most serious part you've ever played? Where there was, like, no... Nothing right. weird or not, just like a, you know, straight drama. I think that that would have to be ER. That yeah. my first and only very, very serious drama. Did you have a wound or something? I was addicted to heroin. Of course. But I was out jogging and got hit by a car. Shit. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. And that's your first job that you booked? Yeah, it was my boyfriend and me. We were out jogging. We got hit by a car. And we ended up in the ER where there is no heroin. No. So we went through withdrawal. Like, we had detox issues. Who, and so, who are most of your scenes with? Um, so my boyfriend was Bodie Elfman, Jenna Elfman's husband. Wow, right on. Okay. And, um, and we were at the ER, and it ends with me scoring some heroin somewhere. 
and then shooting up Bodhi with, like, in between his toes with heroin. Wow. Yeah. So it's a happy ending. So it's a happy ending. Now, how do you book that audition right off, you know, like... Well, nothing is easy with me. So (laughs) um, I auditioned for ER, like, seven, eight, nine times in a row. I went at my manager's like, you, you did see it, cancer you girl. See it. You did totally. You did amputee. You did every. I <laughs> was fingers smashed in the door. <laughs> I was everything. Right. I poked my eye out. <laughs> you just had, you had some gauze in your car and you would just <laughs> totally. keep it in the glove compartment. Totally. And you know, you go in that office week after week after week and they're like, you're doing good. You're doing good. You know? And then. At some point, they were like, you are jogging heroin addict. I love it. And I was like, okay, good. That's great. But yeah. did that also come out of 15 Minutes of Femme after that period of time? That was during 15 Minutes of Oh, wow. Of That's great. Yeah, yeah. So that was all happening at once. Now, what do the folks back home think of what you're up to? I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, my folks, I know what my folks think. Yeah. And, um, you know. Are they into it? They're into it. Were they always... No. I mean, they weren't into me being an actor. Right. But now they're like, you know what? I think they're just like worried all the time. Yeah. Because they don't understand it. You know, I'm like, I didn't get that job. And they're like, well, you should just call them back up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and this and, and I'm like, it's, it's not how it works. I remember once when I was first pursuing like shows in college and I remember going home and my father had like the Newsweek magazine with yeah. the annual salaries of everybody yeah. and the actor was like $6,000 and yes. he was like WTF exactly I mean that's the thing they're worried about you know my mental health they're worried yeah. about that I do such weird things they're worried oh god what is she gonna do now yeah. they're worried about money they, they worry about everything do they have that sweet nice part that you did you should do more shows like that one that you did do they have that part for you? They are all on the, please don't do this again. Yeah. Stop, can you stop doing that? Yeah. Can you, can you not shit on anybody? Do, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, mean, I hope you're not going to shit on anybody anymore. Every time I book a job, my mom says, is this one I can tell people about? Yeah. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's kind of how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. What do you remember about when you first came to LA? Like, what were your first impressions? Where did you live? Where did you go? I got here and... I had a friend of a friend of a friend who was renting out a condo. And, right. And they were like, you're going to love it. And it was in Calabasas. Here, which probably wasn't Kardashian famous yet. Well, sort of. I mean, they were there. Oh, yeah. Their store was like right by the fish house. Okay. So like I moved to Calabasas, which is just like rich people. Yeah. And me and the Kardashians. And Pre-fame though. Pre-fame Kardashian. Yeah, they they were they had their store Dash there. Yeah, and um, and this this was this was right around the time they were going to become famous. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it was like fancy town. Yeah. And then I and then I was, but it's far, like to drive yes. to auditions and stuff. Like it was crazy. So after like three or four years, I decided to move to Hollywood because I was like Hollywood's where it's at. So I moved there. The day I moved in, there was a homeless man pooping in my yard. 
like in front of my building and I was like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> so then I moved to Silver Lake, which I love. And that's been good. I love it over here. What were your other weird jobs? Did you have any other weird jobs? Oh yeah. I've always had weird jobs. I've, I used to house sit hairless cats Okay. That I wouldn't, t- I acted like in front of the people. That you love like, them. Oh God, I love them. They're so sweet. And then those people would leave and I wouldn't touch them. <laughs> and I was like, oh, they're gross. <laughs> I didn't abuse them. I just didn't you just, love them. You didn't, you oversold your love for yeah, them. Yeah, I did. I did. Fair enough. I did. I was also a puller at a gun range. What would that mean? So that means that like people come to shoot targets. With, like, their shotguns. Yeah. And I sit in that chair, and the, and the people have their guns aimed, and they go, pull! And then I hit a button that throws a target into the air, and then they shoot at the target. Okay. And But but it was all day just pushing a button when people said pull. And guns going off. And gu- and people shooting Did famous them. people ever come in there and gun no, the show? Yeah, no, 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 no. Just no. crazy people. Just... People who like shooting targets. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. What was it like being a substitute teacher? Were you strict or were you a pushover? I was, so I had just graduated college, so I looked like students. The teachers would yell at me for being in the hall. Like almost <laughs> Where's your every, pass? Yeah. 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 Like, what are you doing out here? And yeah. I was like, I'm teaching math today. Yeah. And, you know, substitute teachers are like, show this video. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're not just teaching. Watch a video. Yeah. yeah. There's no, there's no teaching there. So it was like. So you were more just sort of babysitting. Babysitting, like at middle school and high school people. Yeah. And, you know, I would be like, hey, I'm Miss Flanagan, and, you know, just don't leave the class. You were yeah. going to watch this video and, like, just don't leave. That was my main concern, is people yeah. leaving. Were, did kids ever give you attitude, or were you ever like, these kids are... Oh, yeah, sometimes. They're just literally, like, making out or smoking pot in front of you or something. For sure. I mean, it was... And, like, I was like, just stop, just stop. You know, sometimes the teachers would lead, like, okay, I'm just going to have a test for them for the yeah. whole period. So they're just going to take this test. And then they would all cheat. Yeah. And it was like... I would be watching them cheat and, and yelling, please stop cheating. Stop looking at each other's... I'm going to write your name down. And it just didn't matter. It didn't matter. No. They so then... No, and I'd have to leave a note for the teacher. Yeah. Hey, I, they did the test. Everybody cheated. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> now, before we started, you picked um, a, a, a question from... Um, a couple of questions. We sort of already talked about this one. But a couple of questions from... I call it the observation deck. Oh, good. Isn't that cute? I like it's kind of cute. I like it. All right, so um, share these with us. Okay, where is the strangest place you've ever been recognized? I think that would have to be, I had just, like, worked out. I was gross, hadn't showered, and I went to get a Subway sandwich at Subway. Eat fresh? Eat fresh. And I walked in, and the girl behind the counter started crying. And I was like... And you thought, oh, it's just because she works at Subway. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I we've been there. Totally. I looked at her, <laughs> and I was like, oh, that girl is crying. But she was looking at me, like you staring at me. You were making her cry. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I don't know what's happening here. And then she came out from behind the counter, and she just came at not a word, just cried and came up to me and hugged me. And I was like, oh, my, you know? And she was like, I just, I love you. I love you on Mad TV. Oh, that's so neat. It was really intense. It really flustered me. I got my order wrong. 
Did she, she, she give you, like, extra chips or, like, a 12 inches instead of a 6 inches? Here's the thing. Like, she was shaking. She's a mess. Nobody was emotionally. Me, yeah, yeah. Which makes me very nervous. Like anybody going to Subway and having someone shaking and cry. Because you're there. Like, you're Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Which Subway? Like, it was the one right here. Which is on... Like, uh, um... Silver Lake. Yeah. Fletcher. Fletcher okay. in Glendale. When I drive by that, I'll be like, yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, She was intense. That's amazing. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's cool. Yeah. All so right. That's pretty cool. And then another one you picked, which we already kind of talked about. What rookie mistakes did you make on your first jobs? Do you remember anything like that? I do. The the mistake... So on my very first job, which was ER... Right. Um, two things happened that were very upsetting to me. Number <laughs> one, it was my first job, and it was on my birthday. Oh, that's wild. So my first scene is in the back of an ambulance. The ambulance races down this street and we're on a back lot the the ambulance races down the street stops and then we bust open the doors and we all jump out so i'm okay enough to ride in the ambulance but my boyfriend got hit the worst so he's on a gurney they didn't tie down the gurney so we're racing down the street the ambulance turns i'm in the back of the ambulance i fall and the gurney hit my shin so hard that, like, tears came to my eyes. Oh, my gosh. And I was like... And it's the beginning of your shooting. Beginning. This was the first day, scene one. I looked at my shins. I couldn't walk. I couldn't breathe. And I was like, this is the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. You almost life. had to go to the ER. Totally. That would have been... <laughs> totally. That would have been totally. way too meta. Totally. Yeah. Just, like... I'm not going to be able to do this scene now. Did but you I tell did. anyone? Or did no. You just, of course because, not. No, because I was so ashamed this was my first job. Yeah. Like, you, you couldn't don't, blow nobody, it. Yeah, you didn't yeah. want to give them... It already took... You already had, like, eight characters you could have... Part. <laughs> you are going to blow it now. Totally. Totally. You're literally bleeding. Totally. And what are they going to do? I yeah, mean, that prop just... blood is really convincing. <laughs> and the second thing was, it was day one, and in my mind, I was like... They give you hair and makeup. They yeah. give you wardrobe. They give you a room to sit in. They give you everything. So this, the second AD came to her. I didn't know who she was at the time because I was new. And this woman came to my dressing room and she said, okay, it's time for everybody to go eat. And I was like, okay, where do I go? She explained where I went, where I go. And in my mind, I thought they'll pay for this. Like, the product, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to go there and food is free. So, I went over with Bodie Elfman, Jenna right. Elfman's husband. Your heroine husband. My heroine husband. Boyfriend. Who's done a lot of TV. Yeah. So, we walked over, and I got a ton of food. And then, I walked off, not paying for it. And the woman came over and said, you have to pay for this. And I was like, oh, I did not have a wallet. I had nothing. And so I started putting food back in front of all of these actors. I started putting food back and I was like, I'm so sorry. And then the guy playing my husband was like, here, I'll get it. Which was even worse. He had to pay for my lunch. But were you at, you weren't at craft services. You were at like the commissary or something? We went to the commissary. It was a walkaway lunch at the commissary. Well. And in my mind, I just thought. It's the number one show on TV. Yeah. Like I don't, I they shouldn't, pay for. You're better. I have a subway I could go to where they love me. <laughs> I don't need this shit, <laughs> NBC. Am I right? Yeah. I mean, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. So you do, they don't always pay for your food. That's 
that's... I didn't know that. I know. There's I a lot know. of fucked up stuff in this business. Yeah, yeah. That I, was messed up. Yeah. Is that an Emmy? Yeah. What's the story behind it? There's an Emmy in her house. <laughs> so, with my basketball trophy next to it. Okay. Were you a good basketball player? No, but I was a basketball player. But you got a trophy. In the fifth grade. That's right. My husband is an Emmy Award winning makeup artist. Cool. That's how I met him. He did my makeup on Mad TV. Wow. And he won an Emmy. For Mad TV? Yeah. That's amazing. He got amazing. a wife and an Emmy from that place. That's amazing. Was yeah. it an Emmy for his overall work on the season? Yeah. It was, well, they submit, for the Emmys, you submit like one episode. Okay. So you win for that episode. Right. Yeah. And there was probably some really amazing. Yes. What Do you remember what was in the episode? Was I it do. you? I was in it. It was the I Love Lucy sketch. Oh, and they nailed it. And they nailed it. Were you Lucy? No, I was Ethel. Oh, because you could, I could be, see it yeah. going either way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was Ethel, which was really, really fun. And, uh, yeah, so that was really cool that he won. You shot so many different things on Matt TV. Yeah. Was there a favorite parody or a favorite thing? I can't believe I get to be Ethel and recreate this thing. Or yeah. Were there yeah. things that were just like, oh, this is really special? There were a lot of things that really stood out to me. The three-minute meal, the Luann stuff, great. My favorite sketch ever is called Coffee Twins. Okay. And it's so crazy. Is it's, it on your website? Yeah. I think it is. I didn't watch it though. It's on my website and it's up there because it's my favorite sketch. One of my dear, dear, good, good friends, Katie Dippold. Um, I worked with her on Big A Sketch Show. You did? Her. Yeah. She came in for a little while and now she's the writer of Heat. She's like blown up. She just up. wrote the Heat. She wrote the sequel and I heard today, I don't know if this is true, but it's it's in the Hollywood Reporter, so it's got to be true. It's got to be true. She's going to write the new Ghostbusters. Holy shit. I know. That's amazing. Well, she got her start with Coffee Twins. Yeah. <laughs> what happens in Coffee Twins? Uh, it's really hard to sort of explain. It's two women who just really enjoy each other. All right. Like, really enjoy each other and have a good time Who'd together. Who did you do it with? Arden Marine. Okay. Who's fantastic. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty awesome. I'm going to have to watch that yeah, right when we finish. It. Right when we finish here. Okay, good. Maybe yeah. I'll watch it in front of you yeah, and try yeah. to comment. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. What is it, like, you're talking about Katie, like, blowing up and yeah. doing so well. And yeah. As a writer, you see people, like, go up and down. And yeah. When you, when, when people blow up. Yeah. Does it make you excited? It depends on, how do you not compare yourself to how other people are doing? That's a big thing in this business. It is. It is. Number one, like I said, you have to remember it changes so quickly. Yeah. I can have nothing happening, and then by the end of the week, I could be turning down jobs because I have too many. Yeah. And so you just have to understand that. And everybody has slow periods. Yeah. Everybody. So, you know, it's all good. And uh, I have found that the more successful all my friends are, the better that is for me. Right, because they call your ass in. Totally. What about Coffee Twins the movie? I totally. I want to see that. Totally. Even though I haven't even seen the sketch yet. But I'm sure it's amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. It's better for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your dogs are so sweet. They're so cute. Um, it's been so much fun talking to you. So awesome talking to you. Last question. How would you describe this time in your life? Oh, man. You know, I'm a worker bee yeah. at this time, but I am, you know, I'm, I'm at a point where things are getting really good. My work is getting really, really good. 
Good. In terms not, of in terms of the, the what you're offered to do or the way you feel about the way what you're I, doing? The way I feel about what I'm doing. That's awesome. Which is awesome because I spent a long time figuring it out. Yeah. And now I know what I'm doing and I know what I want. I love it. Yeah. And, and that's what do you new. want? I, I know how to do the roles that I'm doing. That's, a, that's good. Which is awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm not lost anymore. And I'm not afraid. And it's awesome. You know what? Not being afraid is a big deal. It's huge. I feel like this industry runs on fear. Yeah. And sometimes the people that are the most fearful yeah. do pretty good because yeah. that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't have that gene, sometimes you're like, oh, I don't want it enough or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I definitely, I feel fear that like, oh, like when a rush of six, I get a show. Yeah. And it's huge and it's got huge people on it. And how am I going to mess this up? You know, I mean, definitely you have those fear moments, but then you also have to just trust that it's not a mistake. <laughs> Yeah. They didn't make a mistake. Right. You know? And then I'm supposed to be there. You're supposed then, to be there. That's the thing. I go on these shows and I'm like, oh, don't mess this up. Don't. And then it's like, no, man. I mean, I nailed it. Yeah. I'm supposed to be here. Remember when I said last question? Yeah. I like. I like it. Okay. So when you, you do a lot of um, episodes where you're on maybe just one episode or whatever. Yes. When you're, if you. Which um, is the hardest job. When you are a series regular. Yes. In the near future. Yes. How are you going to be to the day? What have you learned about how to treat the people like you that come in and do one episode? Yes. I want to know that they don't know that they have to pay for their food. (laughs) I need to remember (laughs) that they get hit in the shins with gurneys. Right. That's what I want to remember. Right. Remember what it was like to be that person. You have to remember what it was like to be that person. Yeah. Yeah. And what a big deal it was. To get just some kind words. Just yeah. a little help. Just a little something. Yeah, we're glad you're here. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Yeah, exactly. How often do you get that? Most of the time? And then sometimes not. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I'm... I, you know, even if I just do a guest star, they... I mean, they know me at this point. Yeah. So, you know, it's a little bit different. But when you're starting out, they may not even ask your name. Yeah. They may not make eye contact with you outside of the scene, you know? And part of that is just people are really busy. Yeah. And people are at work and that kind of thing. And they have their process. Exactly. You give them the benefit of the doubt. They're not being rude. They're just really, really focused. Um, But definitely I make a point to be nice to everyone. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Don't be crazy. I remember going to the set of the West Wing to interview Allison Janney for yeah. Us Magazine. Yeah. And I was kind of standing off to the side, and I think I was in Rob Lowe's eyeline. Yes. And that, I needed to move. Yes. I needed to move. Yes. And I did. Yeah. I moved. Yeah. Yeah. I had that once where... Um, I think I was, too distra- I was too handsome, and I think he felt threatened, maybe. That's what it was. I'm sure. That's maybe he felt like a weird attraction. Yeah, yeah. You know? I've had one actor in the very beginning of my career stop and say... She's in my eyeline. And I was like, oh, wow. I don't even know what that is. This is awful and yeah. embarrassing. And what did I do? I'm and you, just Were you in there. the scene? No. Nope. No, nope, you were just off the side, yeah. Yeah, just standing there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That was a bummer. You had to move. You got to move. Nobody gets a trophy for that. Exactly. Right. And now when I'm on set and somebody's in my eyeline, 
it's a bummer, but I would never call it out. Like, you know, I would very nicely... Say, hey, do you mind moving over hey, here a little bit? Hey, just move over here a little bit? Yeah. Hey, the food's free over there. <laughs> Go over to the free food. <laughs> exactly. Here's 10 bucks. Go buy a sandwich. Right, right. Um, how can people find out more about you? At KristaFlanagan.com. It's a very good website, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Um, KristaFlanagan.com. Oh, the prom and... dress. Wait, the prom dress. I know, right? There's a picture of your prom dress on that wedding dress, on that website. Yeah, the most beautiful Was I've it ever your quinceanera? That prom dress is like a float. It's huge. That's what we did. Wow. We all did it. Everybody's it was... like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, no, no, no. Like It was like Scarlett O'Hara. That's exactly what it was. It was gone with the wind. It was like an eight bone hoop. Wow. And like, beautiful. And... You can't really see it, but it has a built-in necklace. Okay. Like a really high neckline with a built-in necklace. I mean, beautiful. Love it. Love it. Wow. That was a, that's a lot of look. Yeah. 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 You got to check that out. Yeah. So that's just one reason to go to KristaFlanagan.com. Do you yeah. do Twitter? Are you big on social yeah, media? Yeah. But, but I didn't get Christ, at Krista Flanagan. Who got that? I don't know. Nobody uses it. But I did get at Flanagan Krista. I got at Hensley Dennis. You did? Yeah. Yeah. That's right on. There you there go. There you go. All right. <laughs> so do you like to tweet? Sometimes. I'm not that into I'm it. I'm but... good at it. Yeah. And like, nobody cares. I always have to, nobody cares. Nobody cares. I know. That's what I think. And you know what's weird is when you know somebody and like them in the world and you start reading their tweets and yeah. you like them less. Yeah. I don't want to do, I don't want to bum That's, anyone out in any weird way. I know. I know. So you manage it. Yeah. Yeah. But then like you go in to interview for jobs or like how many Twitter followers you have. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. Seven, but they're awesome. <laughs> so I don't know what the answer is. You keep doing your thing. Yeah, exactly. And definitely go watch Krista's brilliant web series, The Garden Apartments. Yes. On Funny or Die and on just YouTube. Yeah. You can just... Search it on YouTube. Yeah, it's really, really delightful. And so are you. Thank you so much for this. All right, it's been a blast. Catch you next time, guys. My thanks again to the delightful Krista Flanagan. If you want to check out her web series, and I think you should, The Garden Apartments, go to YouTube or Funny or Die. You'll find it there. Also, while you're online, check out her own website, KristaFlanagan.com. It's got a ton of great clips on it, including my favorite Mad Men scenes. And that's C R I S T A. F-L-A-N-A-G-A-N.com. And while you're online, slip on over to DennisAnyone.net and take my audience poll. It'll make me very happy. And if you've already taken it, give yourself a hug. Just, Just take a moment and hug yourself and say that you did something good. All right, catch you next time. Bye.